call the cops on me. On a mission to be champs since they left me free. Prepare for combat, my adversaries crumble. Face it, I got a reputation for damage. Busters get ready to rumble. They lock me in a cell. Have me trapped in a living hell. Though not guilty, I'm still in jail. Brother, I serve my time like a soldier. Maintain composure. My shadow boxing the fight to the death. Busting boulders. Every boxer with a bad gloves. Best give up love. Here's a man from the makings of a thug. A lethal weapon, my sharp. And in my heart, there's a wish to shake the bread with the flurry of my black fish. Now once the high school dropout. What's going on, everybody? Another episode of Chief Seeds Box Show. Andrew here, my boy what's JP. Good? JP, what's up, man? Today? I know, right? It's been a, it's been a minute. Um, first things first. Follow us on Twitter at Chief Seeds Box, iTunes, rate, review. You've been next to an official sponsor, like our boy Stoymatic Three gave us a five stars. Said we keep it real at all times. Yes, we do. That's what we do. We one of the top podcasts out there. One of, I mean, I guess <laughs> I, mean, I guess I'll allow that. But yeah, now we appreciate you. Uh, Stoymatic 3, you are the unofficial sponsor. Thank you. Be like him. Take the time out, rate and review. We will take time to shout you out. Um, Falls on other platforms. We're everywhere. You know it is. Subscribe to all of them. Uh, I don't care. You can delete them afterwards when they all come out, but subscribe to all of them. Uh, By the way, you know, we took a dip fucking hard on iTunes a while back. We've been working slowly, working our way back up, and we're getting closer back. We were like at 25. Mm -hmm. We got to four. We got to three at one point, and then we got to fucking 25. And back up to 11. We're going to make our way. So go ahead and do us a favor. Rate and review. Been in the sponsor. JP, let's go all the way back, man. It's been a few weeks for us. We never got to hit on the aftermath of Deontay Wilder's uh, seventh-round knockout over um, Ortiz. And so what do you think, JP? I think uh, Deontay Wilder is prophetic. That's what I think. He said, you know, you got to be perfect for 12 rounds. I got to be perfect for two seconds. And that is prophetic. Because if you were watching the fight, you didn't even, the knockout came basically out of nowhere. It was a good fight. Basically, Ortiz mm-hmm. was kind of really controlling the fight. And Ortiz looked good until he got hit with that shot. It wasn't like Wilder was doing anything, controlling them or dominated him or nothing. It was just he figured out the the right time to hit him with that straight right. And he took that opportunity. And if you saw it, it you know what it reminded me of? Marquez Pacquiao. Because it was at the end of the round. Like, nothing was going on. Like, Marquez and Pacquiao, there was some action going on there. But in this fight, it was like, okay, this round's about to be over. And then all of a sudden, I look down, and then I look up, and Ortiz is down. I had to wait on the replay. I was watching the whole fight, and I'm like, basically, if this keeps going, Ortiz is going to win. You know, but, mm-hmm. and I, you know, when you're fighting Wilder, you, you assume, you know, he's going to, either he's going to knock you down and then knock you out, or he's going to knock you out. And he hit Ortiz with a great shot. And even when they, they called it off, you could see Ortiz was still glazed. But to be perfectly honest about this part of it, nobody still wants to fight Ortiz. After these two knockouts to Wilder, they still don't want to fight Ortiz. So I don't know where he goes from here, but I, I got to salute Deontay for doing it and doing it twice. You know, ain't no doubt about it then. 
So he's got the 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 best one hitter quitter in the business. Period. Yeah, no, he does that. Um, the fight was pretty freaking boring, to be honest with you. I mean, well, well, there really wasn't much going on. Um, it was pretty much controlled from the the jab, you know, uh, not even that much of a of a big jab from Ortiz, and then oh, you know, all of a sudden, boom, out of nowhere in the seventh round, you know, it was like once Wilder caught him for the first time, all of a sudden it was over. Um, yeah. Oh, my dogs are going crazy. Can you hear them back there? <laughs> and um, it, 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 I kind of, I, I, you talked about this fight. I think you previewed it, I, if I'm not mistaken. I know I didn't. Um, and the one thing I did say was that um, that old legs don't take big shots very well. And his legs are old, no matter how good of a shape how good a shape he was in, his legs were still old. And for whatever reason, the older you get, it seems like those big shots, your legs just don't take him. You just can't hold, you know, because he got hit with those shots in the first fight and withstood him, you know, for a while. And this one was like the first shot. Uh, it was a good shot, but it was also like the first one that he had gotten hit with. And also he shouldn't have been tired because it wasn't much of anything going on. Um, and there's no doubt about it, man. Wilder is like one of the all-time greats with that right hand. I mean, power-wise, he's one of the best that's ever, ever done it, man. And just you, you know, <laughs> you you can't say that he's not. Um, doesn't make him one of the best fighters of all time, but that right hand is maybe top he's two like, or three most powerful right hands in the history of boxing. Like it, it's, it's hard to argue Randall with Bailey. that. Uh, no, no if I hit you once, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> um you know where they go from here well you know obviously wilder is on to the fury rematch ortiz eh, you know the thing is is i will say this he was offered the aj fight he turned it down um they said that he turned it down because you know, they wanted a bigger platform, you know, for him. Um, judging by the numbers that are coming out for the pay-per-view, not so much, but, you know, it, that is what it is. They took a, they took a calculated risk. It didn't pan out. Doesn't mean we're not going to get the, the Fury fight. We are going to get the Fury fight. The numbers are whatever, you know. Like, I like to I like to look at the numbers, but they don't, you know, to me it just helps with, like, knowing where a fighter's at when they start – Arguing over splits, you can you like mean, well, I get where one teams. where one guy's coming from, or get where the other guy's coming from based on him. Um, oh. But the Ortiz, I was talking about Wilder. We already know because he's going to he's going to Fury rematch. So the the pay per view sales don't really do anything to him. The thing is, is when he got offered that AJ fight, you know, they said no because we have a you know that they threw in Ruiz. and they were like okay because we have bigger plans for Ortiz. The problem was that this actually didn't pan out that way in the end not based on just a knockout based on the numbers of how many people actually paid to watch this so you know say aj wins this this rematch with ruiz i mean are they really going to offer up ortiz another fight after you know offering him the biggest payday of his career which they matched in this fight what i'm saying is it doesn't show you know like well did you really want the fight or did you just want the fight with 
in-house. You know what I mean? I don't know how willing people are going to be to fight him, not just because he even at his advanced hey, age. cut it out! And side note on that. JP, you turned to special age this last week, sir. right? Yes, it's connected. It's connected. Uh-oh, hold on. It's saying it, it, it's lost connection. What the hell's going on over here? There we go. All right. Um, yeah, you turned to special age. A lot of people <laughs> don't know this. Luis Ortiz is actually the same age as both of us. And we're not the same age. His listed age is 40. Just like JP. His actual age is 45. <laughs> like my real age. age. <laughs> Most people didn't know that. <laughs> but even, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> um, he's definitely Cuban in that way. Um, you know, he still is kind of a boogeyman. You know, he still can box his way um, to 12, a 12 round victory. Thing is, any big puncher now sees it. Oh, all I got to do is hit him one time. So he's going to be, it's going to be tougher and tougher for him to get fights that he wants. Hey, enough. That dog's over here trying to jump in. Um, I think so. So we'll see where we go. The Fury fight in February. Uh, is it going to be in February? We'll see. They they say that, you know, you just wonder like with, with the work that, that he's been doing with WWE yeah, you know and you I know the cut and everything. Think of something. I wouldn't be shocked, and it's very fury of him to push that it's shit back. You know what I mean? It's on if Ruiz wins the, the against only... Joshua. What's that? Because if Ruiz wins against Joshua the second time, he probably will fight Ortiz because Wilder is so. gonna is already gonna be signed to fight Fury. So the next person up is really Ortiz. Well, how about this? I, I, this is where I thought you were going with it. Does Wilder say? No, because eh, fight, I think yeah, I think I'll fight Ortiz. I think Wilder Fury I'll fight Ruiz makes more for money. The undisputed heavyweight championship. Than Wilder the world. Ruiz or Wilder Ortiz. So I think he'll take the fight because I think he thinks he can knock out. He already feels he knows he can knock out Ortiz. Mm-hmm, I'm sure he feels like he can knock out uh, Ruiz and Joshua. Yeah, um, and he, Wilder Wilder definitely believes that he can stop anybody now. And the Fury fight, you know, like can Fury do that for another twelve rounds? Can he get up from a, another right hand? Because what Wilder has kind of done, and it's not the most intelligent move ever, is I'm going to just sit there and wait for a right hand. What if the right hand doesn't come? Well, then you're going to lose a fight. Um, but it's just, he's gotten to the point where you just assume at some point he's going to land that thing. Um, so, you know, that, 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 that fight with Ruiz, uh, with Ruiz could happen if Ruiz wins the rematch with AJ, even if Wilder still stays and fights Fury in, in in February. But, you know, I I, I can't wait uh, to to see how, we'll see how it plays out. You know, it's boxing. Anything can happen. Anybody can throw a curveball at any time. The one thing that people forget about, about Deontay, which is very important is Mark Breland. That's like having a, having a former fighter in your corner as your trainer, you got to think about it. He had, he has the ability to have multiple styles. He doesn't really change up much. But they pointed it out like, you know, he's he's a heavyweight, but he's 
technically his build is that of a welterweight. He's just like, a, you know, he's built like a welterweight. He's not built like a heavyweight. So these guys got to realize that's not them. They can't, they're not, they can't fight him yeah. like a heavyweight. So it, it, it's, it's going to be very interesting. And, and heavyweights don't go to the body anymore. And they don't have defense. <laughs> yeah, 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 he does. Yeah, and defense I, I, is a lost art in the heavyweight way, division. Well, besides Fury. Because, <laughs> see, and his defense is all Fury for movement needs, and his herky-jerky he style. Get, he fights onto the level of his competition. See, people forget about getting knocked down by Steve Cunningham. People forget, like, he basically, he fights at the level of his competition. It, it, it's enough to beat you. But if he feels like you up there, he going to bring it. You know? People don't, people forgot, like, the way he beat Klitschko, he just barely beat him, but he beat him at his own kind of game. You know, he he so he's going to get up for the Wilder fight because he knows, okay, he can put me down. You know, he, he do, do you think he's going to get cut in the... He wouldn't have got cut if he was fighting Wilder again because he would have been on his defensive game for the vast majority of his training. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And that's another thing. You know, you look at... Um, stop. You look at... at, at at Fury, he's in the same boat as Wilder. You know, you, you think at any time Wilder catches is going to catch somebody with that right hand. And it's gotten to the point where you think Fury can outbox anybody he really wants in the heavyweight division. You know, you don't, it doesn't feel like that until you get, see him in the ring. I mean, he he didn't even get touched really against Klitschko. He only really got hit a couple times against uh, Wilder, went down both times, got up both times, which was, I think, more shocking than anything. Uh, yeah. Except me, I predicted him getting up. Uh, but you know, that's the thing. It's like, it, what what are you saying? Wrestling, the immovable force meeting the, uh, the unstoppable force meeting the immovable object. It's kind of like that. You know what I mean? You both, you think that both of them are capable of doing exactly what they say. So that's why that fight is intriguing. Even if the fight's boring, there will be drama just because you're waiting for that right hand yeah. always. Even even if. Fury wins 11 and rounds. It's always possible with Wilder. He could have that Mickey Bay moment. Drops his guard for a second. Boom. Over. <laughs> yeah. Um, also that night, we didn't, you know, I didn't talk about it. Um, I know you wanted to hit on it with uh, Leo uh, winning, I guess, a, a secondary title, not really a world title. Um I didn't really pull much from it. Um, I got to be honest, man. You know, Leo is such a a, a polarizing figure because at even I'm talking about polarizing even to yourself, not yeah, to you, know, you and somebody I else like who might Leo, like him and you don't I like him. I mean, you, like you like him when he's in the big fights, but other than a, that, you kind of don't care guy. about him. You know, he's gonna this come. This fight to didn't fight. change much of that for me. <laughs> but at the same time. You you want him to fight somebody that's upper echelon, like him and Carl Frampton could run it back now. I think people, you know, 
He it was a good fight, but if you're not looking for Leo to knock somebody out. You're looking for to be overwhelmed, you know. And I think he's just in the caliber of fighters that you don't necessarily want to see him fight somebody that you don't think is on his level. And if he's fighting somebody that you don't think is on his level, it's like I don't want to see that, you know. And you know he's in a precarious position. I think you know he needs to, you know. Mm-hmm. At, he got this fight. I think the next fight, he's just got to fight somebody that's really going to, that's a threat. That, pe- that Not necessarily, because his last fight opponent was a threat to a degree, but somebody that the general public views as a threat. Like, this fight, nobody in the general public actually was like, oh, yeah. you know, this could actually be interesting. It's a fight, but it wasn't, you know, both of them had similar knockout percentages. No. Yeah. Um, this last weekend, let's see, what was the last weekend? Oscar de Valdez fought. You know what? Fought I, a late replacement because Gutierrez came in a whopping eleven pounds overweight. How the hell do you do that? Seven. Adam Lopez stepped in and actually gave a good, great account of himself and made for a good fight. It's you know uh, knocked him down and then uh, I forget what round it was that that that, uh, that Valdez got the stop at seventh round. And you can chalk it up to Valdez is just peaking and this is it. This is as good as you're gonna get. Why and did also, you, get on a scale? you know, changing. A fight at the last minute, you know, it's tough for both fighters. Because I know you, know, you to, got to make a plan all, adjustments or whatever you got to do. For people who don't understand this, you uh, check man, weight you regularly. Pounds overweight, it just don't make no sense. He knew how far he was over two days, three days, a week prior. So to just show, oh, I'm gonna get on the scale. Why? Just tell him you over. You know, because uh, 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 that's embarrassing. I mean, at least he, you know why I take it back. He's man, he was man enough to get on a scale and show how bad he failed on making weight. You know, he he didn't pull out. Oh, I pulled a toe, so I just couldn't make the fight. He let the world. I didn't make weight. In a not a you know people got people could deal with a pound, <laughs> two pounds, maybe three, eleven though. Like if you keep the weight in between the next division, okay, he just couldn't squeeze the rest out. But eleven? That's two divisions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, he was on that uh, Lamont Peterson. Do you uh, want to talk Lamont about Peterson it? I don't, I don't fighting at one forty one, just so he didn't have to fight for get fight for his title. He doing that shit. Uh, he could have fought. I guess he was at his uh, Lamont Peterson weight. That's right, Zolani Tate. Everybody thought that this guy was going to be one of the two or three guys to push Inui at 118. And 
Um, it didn't quite work out like that because, you know, he got hurt uh, going into the, uh, don't air fight, uh, just like everybody did. Um, first fight back, um, why, why is the name escaping? The name is escaping me. I'm, I'm struggling here now. Who, that, who not, I'm just, I'm struggling with who knocked him out. God darn it. Um, hold on, hold on. I got it right here. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. John, uh, John Riel Casamero, the, uh, Filipino stopped him in three rounds and basically only hit him the one time to, to where he hurt him to where he was done at that point. He got a couple more knockdowns after that. (laughs) Um, but Casamero just went right through him. You know, Tay Tay was just kind of just pawing out there, you know? He was going to do that. I'm just going to paw my jab out for 12 rounds, and he thought he was going to get away with it. But that little Filipino had a different, uh, he had a different plan, um, you know. And this isn't the first time Tay's been stopped. I know he's been stopped at lower weights. So I mean, that was always a question, you know, how would the chin hold up against a guy like a, a, a guy like Inui? Well, I guess we kind of find, found out some of that answer, um, you know, going forward. You know, all props to Casimero. I, I don't think most people did wasn't weren't picking him. We knew now he's probably got a pretty for that you know for that weight for one eighteen a, a pretty good payday coming. You know, if, if anyone ends up fighting him, you know, there's a couple guys anyone could fight at one eighteen at this yeah. point. Uh, Casimero now not so much, uh, <laughs> not so much. Uh, <clears throat> oh, you know what? We didn't talk about. It. I'll go back to it too in a second. Um, not so much Tate anymore. And then uh Nordine uh Ubali, uh, French guy fighting out of Kazakhstan. Yeah. Uh, pretty decent fighter, not a big puncher. He's a he's like he's a hard puncher. He's a guy who wears you down over time. That's a fight that you're probably gonna see because uh Ubali mm-hmm. beat his brother. Uh so you know, we know how these boxers like to avenge their brother's losses and shit. Um, and the, the other one, this is what I'll go back to was Luis Neri. His fight didn't go off on that. Uh, was it the Wilder undercard after he misses weight yet again? And they tried to, they tried to, uh, 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 you know, well, Hey, you know, we'll give the, we'll give you the extra money. Um, but that, you know, to Emmanuel Rodriguez, and he's like, nah, I'm good. I already got my ass knocked out by Inouye, and I don't need to come up against a bigger guy who already has a, a dodgy pass with weight and with steroids. Um, so that Nary fight, it's going to be a while. Nary's got to prove himself. You know, I always hear people complain, and hey, when's he going to fight Nary? You know, he never talks about Nary, you know. I know he would fight him, and I have no doubt about it, but I hear people say this a lot. He doesn't deserve, deserve this fight. You know, it's because they think that, you know, he's not worthy enough as far as his record and everything. I don't think he deserves the fight just because he hasn't taken the fucking sport serious enough. Um, Just, I don't know, man. I'm done with Luis Neri. G- give me a couple of years of him actually doing shit the right way. Then maybe, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had talked about it too, like it's it, it, because it, you reminded me of this, and I'm like, well, <laughs> it's kind of the um, you know, 
the American dream is a comeback story. Same thing. Part of the reason why people love Tyson Fury in America too. You get what I'm saying? Like you, you, you made it to the top, but you a screw up, but you could work your way back up. You know, if he would have, if Nero would have got banned in the U S and not Japan, it'd be different. But the problem is just like with this fight that didn't happen. I don't think the fighters are willing to give him that chance. See, the public is willing to say it, but the fighters are like, wait, roids, not you. Because unfortunately, and we know yeah. this about boxing, you could get you could miss weight and get popped for PEDs and win a fight and it still count. So it's like, why? And Neri is like, he undefeated, he's like 30 and 0. So now, you remember, um, who was it? Shane. When, you know, mm-hmm. people was questioning, you know, when even back in the day when, when he got caught. It's like, are those knockouts legit now? So it's the same thing with Neri. It's like, are you, okay, are you legit? Or is it the, let's see if you, if you can make weight and fight and not get popped. Are you the same fighter? And he put himself in that bag. So you he is nobody to blame. And if it's not gonna be weight and it's not gonna be uh PDs, then people are gonna ask if it's gonna be drugs. And it's just like <laughs> he, he's ruining That's his true. career. So, um but we've seen a lot of screw ups right, this weekend. And we've we seen got, a lot not quite a few so fights. We're only gonna talk really about in depth about one fight, obviously Ruiz and Joshua, but also this weekend, just so everybody knows what's going on, um, ESPN Plus has a card. Uh, Emmanuel Navarrete, Francisco Horta for uh, his uh, WBO featherweight title, junior featherweight title, and uh, Joan Ancajas uh, also in action, you know, with his uh, junior bantamweight title. Uh, so that's that, that, that decent names. I don't know about the card. It's it's it, those are good names, good fights. But, you know, nothing that jumps off the page. But, you know, that that's something to watch. There's literally, like, every platform has something uh, this weekend. Showtime, Jamal Charlo versus Dennis Hogan. I made a joke. People didn't get it. I was like, the guy from Crocodile Dundee. No, that's Paul Hogan. I know. People act like I didn't know what I was talking about just because I made a fucking joke. Um, <laughs> the the only reason we know his name, he's the guy who lost uh, controversially to, um, to Mungia, Jaime Munguia. Uh, moving up now to uh, 160 to fight Jamal Charlo on the undercard. Chris Eubank versus Matt Korobov. Actually, pretty decent fight. Uh, but that fight is basically just to make Eubank an opponent for Charlo because to me, Jamal Charlo is in the same, kind of the same place where Terrence Crawford is. He doesn't really have opponents because they're all with other platforms and they don't seem to be really be crossing at the middleweight division like they are. Uh, and it's, 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 it's not cool. I'm not, I'm not cool with it. I think it's bullshit. I think these guys are ducking Charlo. They are ducking Andrade, you know, tr- triple G and, and, and Canelo. Cause they, they talk about other fighters, but they don't talk about those two fighters, which they should be. Um, but you know, they're trying to create a, an opponent for Jamal Charlo and, and Eubank does have some of a name. Now Eubank has never been a top five fighter in any division and either one of the divisions uh, that he's fought. He's coming back down to 160. He's an opponent. He's not 
honestly, he's not a guy who should push uh, Jamal if they do fight, if they do get these victories in any way. I mean, anytime he stepped up in competition, he's really just faltered. I mean, Groves kind of took him to school and old past it Groves uh, took him to school. Um, you know, I don't, not much to take from these fights. I love seeing Jamal fight. Uh, it's kind of like next week Crawford's fighting. You don't really get up for as much for the matchup, but you're getting up for the the fighter. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, okay, any thoughts this on those week guys? to me is just a setup of weight classes. Like you got a, a heavyweight mm-hmm. main event with a bunch of other heavyweights, like who gonna fight that same night. Like people don't even realize Samuel Peters even fighting that damn mm-hmm. night. You know. Oh, good God Almighty! But, Hold on. Without looking it up, Samuel Peter, older or younger than me? Supposedly younger. <laughs> I, Samuel Peter is is okay. I'm older than Samuel I Peter. How, I don't know how old he is. I don't know how old he is. But it's like what? <laughs> okay. But at the same time, you got Lemieux fighting. You got you know the core Bob Eubanks and you know Charlo. So you got people at least middleweight. But you got Dillian White fighting. You got Povetkin fighting. And it's like, okay, this is what we do. Okay, this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to keep it. It it looks like a setup for for um Wilder to win. And keep it in the zone. Like, because if if mm-hmm. if 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 not, this is going to the PBC. So personally, I think if the fight goes 12 rounds, yeah. if Ruiz don't knock Joshua down numerous times. Again, he might lose a decision. And the way they keep promoting this stuff, and the same thing, like, like, uh, like both of the, like, even with the Charlos, right? We're looking at boxing in a way where mm-hmm. we're letting, okay, we're we're making we're accepting people to be stars because they said so. At the same time, we're letting those stars not fight the people who would be their biggest threat to see if they actually got the goods. So you're leaving these these other fighters like in the, in limbo because they can never really be superstars because they'll never fight the superstar. And this and this type of setup is the situation because mm-hmm. you always need an opponent. And because people will want to make money. And, and we've talked about this before. A lot of this is prize fighting. It's about money. But this problematic idea that you're going to make the big fight, you're never going to make the big fight because you're never, you, nobody can build a resume to get a big fight. You just want to fight the biggest name one day. That ain't going to work. Like, this fight with Ruiz and Joshua, you know, you know what is going to make the heavyweight division great? If somebody actually unifies the title. So every number one contender is actually legit. Same thing with the middleweight division. Same thing with all of these divisions, because all of these belts have brought so much, quote unquote, prestige and champion material to the mix that nobody's really fighting to be the champ. If you're not the pound for pound champ, or a lineal champ, basically you're not the champ no more. So, you know, do I think personally, when the fight comes, 
just in a prediction sense, <laughs> I think Ruiz wins. Mm-hmm. Because it looks, because the way they're putting Joshua out there is like he mentally just broken, and he and his fight is gonna fix him. That's bad. This is not a Rocky movie, <laughs> you know. This is this is not you know. Oh, Drago beat my friend and blah blah. This ain't mm-hmm. none of that. This is real life. If you ain't mentally ready for it yet, you know, you're not going. And the way it, he's being put out there, that cannot even be his doing. That could be. A scripted way to look at it to promote the fight, but it looks bad. With with Charlo, it's like he's him and his both both of those brothers are stuck. Who we gonna fight? I don't know. (laughs) Who we gonna? Who who's that? (laughs) We ran through everybody else, like the people we (laughs) should be fighting. We can't fight. Like the only fight people want to see, and this is this how bad it is. Hold on, lost connection. I'm gonna hold off for a second. There we go. Um, yeah, no, a lot of makes a lot of sense. Um, they have kind of pushed out uh, Joshua, kind of mentally weak and. I don't really think that to be the case. I will say this. I do find it funny. Not so much that Joshua lost, you know, he looks like he's lost some weight, obviously. You got to get me honest. He looks like he's lost a lot of fucking weight, like too much almost. But you kind of get it because he lost a fight. You know, these guys always do that. They lose a fight. They want to change something because they think that if they change something, then they'll fix what was wrong. The thing that that shocks me is, is the Ruiz thing. If him wanting to come in slimmer, I don't know if that's going to pan out on the scales, but like, he looks like he's coming in slimmer, which you fought one way, pretty much your whole career. You've been the fat guy, you know, you won. Why change it now? You know, just because you're working with new people, you know, I, I just don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. And it just, it seems odd to me. It doesn't seem like they're both, either one of them are very content with where they were at mentally you know what i mean and and ruiz has been a guy who's been flaky with gym work and stuff like that now all of a sudden he's getting it now this could go great for ruiz he could you know be lighter be quicker on his feet be quicker with his hands so that that could be a plus but i will say this from the little videos i've seen of of joshua he looks to be quicker on his feet his his, the bounce and his step in his in his you know in a couple of videos i saw it looked better than before he doesn't look as planted on the ground as he used to that could work for him as well because he can move around and actually use his his size advantage and his length advantage and and he can stink it out he's shown that he can jab and stink it out for 12 rounds um now we'll see he's been clipped again so let's see if he actually if he hurts ruiz again will he just run in recklessly to try to stop him i don't think he will because he knows what's coming back so it's a really hard fight to call when, as soon as the fight was done and I knew there was going to be a rematch, obviously, because you know, you knew AJ had that. My first inclination was, I think Joshua is, is going to beat him this time. I don't know if he's going to knock him out. I think he'll get a decision over him, but man, I tell you what, those pictures, it's so suck sunk in, in the face. I just, that, that weight loss has me worried Right. that too much weight loss for Joshua 
Not as much so. It doesn't make me worry as much with Ruiz, but I never like a guy who wins and then wants to change shit up. Uh, but I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with my original thought. I'm gonna say that that Joshua's gonna win a close yeah. decision. Um, I don't know. There might be knockout knockdowns from each guy, you know. So I'll just put a round number on there, and I'm just gonna say it's gonna be somewhere honestly in the six six range or seven five for Joshua. Knockdowns, notwithstanding, we'll see. I'm gonna say one from each guy. Um, even if it was six six, trust me, Joshua's winning this fight. There's a reason that they're, they're taking all that Saudi money, and it's not. <laughs> I don't think I don't I don't think it's just a cash out. Uh, yeah, and, and yeah. Plus a fucking trilogy fight that really makes some money. See, <laughs> that's that's the scary part about it. Because my my thing like. Joshua is a muscular guy. Mm-hmm. So you can actually lose weight and retain strength. But here's the problem. Their styles make fights. Ruiz is a better counterpuncher and he and he throws better combinations. Joshua is more like a hooker. Like if he catches you with them hooks, it could be lights out. But the problem is, what happens with Joshua? He's, he comes out, he could come out blazing mm-hmm. or he could chill. But he gasses around the middle of the fight. That's a problem. Now, if, if, if the losing the weight stops him from gassing in the middle, he's good. But once again, no mm-hmm. defense in that division. Can he get away from the counterpunching? Probably not. Can he get away from the combinations? Probably not. So, yeah. and he's not and really a body. He doesn't punch. need to be in this fight. He really needs to use his length. Um, we, we already made our predictions, but I'll say this: you'll you'll know right away if he if he's giving up his his height and reach advantage right away, he's in trouble. If he's not keeping him at the end of his his jab, so where he can jab, jab, and then throw a straight right at him, that's his game plan. He likes the hooks, but the hooks also bring him in closer, bring him into counterpunching range, and that didn't play well for him the first fight. Um, so if you see him giving up his size and his reach right away, if he if, if all of a sudden he's he's bending at the knees and he's down at the same height almost as Ruiz, he's in trouble because uh, Ruiz will outbox him all day every day and out counterpunch him every day of the week. Uh, the one thing, like you said, the losing of the weight, obviously he's lost some muscle, obviously, which actually could help with his stamina uh, because the muscles aren't as big. They won't burn, uh, you know, it won't burn them out as, as quickly. You know, that's the one thing about <laughs> being so muscular is that you can tire out real fast, man. They can suck out all all the oxygen in you real quick. Um, you know, but it, to me, it's going to be a good fight either way. It should be close uh, if it's a... a if it's a Joshua win, if it's a Ruiz win, I expect it actually to be another stoppage win. Uh, because I think if, if he was to get to him and, and knock him down a couple more times, I think any any bit of confidence that Joshua had would left will be gone. And once that's gone, he'll know I can't beat this guy. Uh, so they, I think they'll be they'll be, talk, they'll be calling talking quit again. Did he quit again? You know. That's the thing. It's like one knockdown. Yeah. I don't think will affect Joshua. Two, that'll affect him. 
Because you gotta remember, like he won the title after getting knocked down. So I think he can get he thinks he can get up off of the canvas one time, but not like that last one. That yeah. was too many. So there you got we're on the opposite sides yet again. Yet again. Uh, dun, dun, dun. You know, I know there was other things, but I think we'll hit that next week. I mean, there's fights every fucking week this month, which usually doesn't happen in December. <laughs> usually there's one or two fights. That's about it. There's kind of a lot on the docket, man. Uh, Terrence Crawford next week with uh, Come and uh, Lopez. And then the week after that, Charlo Har- Harrison rematch, I think, with Rigando. <laughs> Rigando and Solis on the undercard. I think they're on the undercard. And yeah, they, so. whoever wins that fight will be the mandatory for one of uh, Naoya Inouye's belts. Uh, we'll see how Rigando looks going back down. Pretty late in his career to start going back down. He's, he, will he be able to do it as effectively as Donaire has? We shall see. Uh, but that's in two weeks. Uh, JP, is there really anything else? I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm really missing anything. There's other stories, but I just kind of start getting frustrated with the business of boxing. Oh, yeah. Um, was it? Um, the, 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 the class, the 2020 class for the hall of fame came out, um, Hopkins, Marquez, Mosley into the hall of fame. Obviously that's a stellar class. Uh, no, no shock with either one of them. Kind of shocking. They all went and I, I figured it doesn't feel like they all retired the same year, but I guess they did. <laughs> I mean, well, whew. yeah, it doesn't seem like that. Because it seems like Bernal kept fighting until last week. Yeah, right. I think he still wants one more. Speaking of one more, Evander Holyfield, really both three, four, whatever the hell it is, four? Yeah, Uh, I saw that. I don't know about that. There's two guys who are older than me. Uh (laughs) I I blame the guy with the damn, um, with the fan, the the, the parachute. The fan fan man. Yeah, I blame the parachute guy. Oh, uh, but we'll get to those if and when they do happen. Um, go ahead, uh, follow the show. We'll close it out there. Follow the show on Twitter at Cheap Seeds Box, iTunes, rate review. You'll be next on official sponsor like our boy Sto- Stoymatic Three. We appreciate you. You were an official sponsor. Thank you. Be like him. Take the time out to do it. it helps the show become more noticeable and pushes us up in the rankings. Um, follow us on all the platforms. Subscribe on YouTube, uh, SoundCloud. Uh, Spotify, all that good shit. JP, is there anything else? This is where the fighters fight and the fans commentate. And you know we do it just like that. Call me crazy, but no one can fake me. I'm the product of the projects. I'm the product